This is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Hi, and welcome to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. This is number 123, and I'm John McGowan, your host. You can find us, as always, at IndoorCycleInstructor.com, and I'm joined today by our master instructor, Jennifer Sage. How are you, Jennifer? I'm good, thank you. Before we get started, I do want to communicate something that I have a, a habit of doing, and that is ruining the hard drive on my computer. Um, <laughs> you do. I, I posted it online, and it was dark the other morning, and I accidentally slid my laptop off the counter, and it landed on its corner on the hardwood floor, and then it started making a clicking sound. And when I tried to turn it back on, it came up and said, hard drive not located. Now, thankfully, my Dell was still under warranty, so Dell sent me a new hard drive, which actually I got here this morning. And because I'm backed up fully, and I was backed up fully that evening, uh, I hadn't actually had a chance to do anything that morning, uh, I will be able to restore everything. And so if you are listening to this and you did not wake up this morning with a fully backed up computer, I would encourage you to visit IndoorCycleInstructor.com forward slash backup. Make certain that a disaster doesn't happen to you. And it's so important for indoor cycling instructors because we have our music on our computers, you know. I know so many stories of instructors who have lost their music, and that is why John keeps harping on this. Because <laughs> right. it can be a disaster, although I did take a deep breath. It's going to be a hassle. you got to do everything. Anyways, at our conference, there was a lot of buzz about two of the presenters we had, uh, specifically Gene Nacy with Cycling Fusion and Tom Scotto with Stage 5 Cycling. And there were also a lot of questions pointed at Jennifer and myself regarding Regarding what are our next steps going to be? Will we see an ICI Pro certification? Obviously, we have a master instructor. It would make perfect sense to do so. And I'll let Jennifer, I'll let you address that question. Are we going to have a certification? Well, one of the reasons that I left the past program I was with was because I wanted to reach out to just, you know, across all sides of the aisle, to everyone out there, regardless of certification. And to be independent because, you know, in my mind, it doesn't really matter what kind of bike you're riding or where you got certified. Our mission at ICI Pro is to help educate instructors about the things that shouldn't change across the programs, like how to ride a bike, how to ride a bike correctly, and exercise science training principles. So we have opted ourselves not to create our own certification. We'll do um, workshops and we'll do our conference, but that doesn't mean we can't endorse other programs that we really think match our mission. And so that's our uh, announcement today, really, is that we have found something quite amazing, and I'll, I'll let you introduce that. All right. Well, as I, again, spoke of Gene Nacy and Tom Scotto, the dilemma that a lot of these people at the conference ha had is, okay, well, which one, <laughs> which one do I work with? Well, that isn't a problem anymore. And I'm going to introduce both Gene Nacy and Tom Scotto right now. Uh, starting with you, Gene, welcome to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Thanks, John. It's always a pleasure. 
frequent listeners to the podcast are going to recognize your voice because we're going to add another one, and that's Tom Scotto. Welcome, Tom. Great to be here, John. You guys were quite popular at our conference, and yet it was, which one do I choose, uh, becoming quite an issue, <laughs> I heard frequently <laughs> from participants there. You've solved that problem, and I'm going to let, I think, I'll let you, Gene, uh, explain how you've solved it. Yeah, Tom and I would snicker uh, to each other every now and then at the conference <laughs> because we had been working on this for a while, and it was like the best kept secret. Actually, it was it was killing us. We wanted to let folks know, but this, the merger of our two companies, was not something we entered into lightly, and we both had a significant following and a lot of work behind us. Uh, but we knew that one plus one could equal three or four or five. If, if we could see our way clear to uh, bring our businesses together. And, and we have. We spent the time, and we know that we can. Tom's going to be the uh, director of education and cycling teams in the sportive. And I'm going to focus, uh, once we get the curriculum really well established and off and running, I'm going to turn more of my attention to the technology and the video side of the business. So we are kind of sort of divide and conquer uh, Cycling Fusion as a whole. So the brand you're going to be operating under is Cycling Fusion. Yes, it's, it's Cycling Fusion, but we are keeping stage five brand for the outdoor cycling teams. We have had a team uh, locally in Pittsburgh, both men and women's uh, cycling team. And of course, uh, Tom has as well. We thought that we would let stage five represent the competitive end of the spectrum. And uh, he's going to continue to run that and actually try to sort of plant teams around the country. Oh, very cool. Very that cool. is cool. <laughs> right. now, Jennifer, you were speaking about how, you know, we try to stay, I, I use the term at arm's length, and yet it's very difficult for us to look at this and not be excited about it. Can you give everybody your perspective of what this means? You know, I am torn. As I said, as I just said in the introduction, you know, we do want to stay at arm's length. We do want to, we also like to use the word non-denominational, but I, I want to get out there and train and, and, and I will, I have my own products, so I will be able to do that. But to be able to have a certification that I really believe in is pretty exciting. So I am uh, going to, in addition to be the master instructor for Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast, I will be going through the training program with Cycling Fusion as well. Okay, now, Gene, kind of tell us, how did this, where did this all come from? For people that, you know, that may have, we got 123 of these, I can't expect people to have sat through every single one of them. So kind of give us the, you know, the five-minute history of how this all came about. Right. And, and I think, you know, to Jennifer's point, we still consider ourselves pretty independent in that we're not tied to any one bike. And, and, and that was important to me as well, so that we can, as Jennifer said, reach across the aisle, across all, you know, all clubs. When I first got into, and I was, as many, uh, certified as a uh, Mad Dog spinning instructor years ago, was just so turned on by what it did for me in my outdoor cycling. And it was this huge best-kept secret among cyclists. No, nobody was doing it. I couldn't find a, a riding buddy that was doing any sort of spinning. 
So that set me on this journey to um, see what else it could offer. That landed me in heart zone land, so to speak. And I, I uh, met Sally Edwards and, and the whole science of training with a heart monitor and really just ate up all of that. And it was at heart zones. And of course, she's non-denominational in that she's trained instructors and certified instructors that ride all, all sorts of bikes, indoor bikes. And at one of her conference, John, we met. And that's yes, how... You, yes, we did. Yeah. And, and that just sort of got that ball rolling. I actually heard one of your podcasts before I arrived at the conference and then you were there and of course we couldn't stop uh, chattering for hours and and we had a shared vision too about you know keeping the indoor program genuine to cycling and you told me at that time about Jennifer who I didn't really know about at the time and it was shortly thereafter that Jennifer finished her book keep it real and I read that cover to cover probably as soon as I I got it and I was starting to see that there's this, this like-mindedness of people who, what I say, get it, that indoor and outdoor cycling don't have to be polar extremes, they don't have to be enemies, that you really can keep it real inside, you really can have a phenomenal training environment inside for the outdoor cyclist. And so it, that's what sort of set me on my mission and I wrote the manifestos. I'm not sure if it was shortly thereafter or before. It was around that time. And then shortly thereafter, I found uh, Tom Scotto and Stage 5 Cycling's website, much unbeknownst to Tom. I was just sort of spying on his website. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the few people that had a very strong presence indoors as well as outdoors. And so that's what I was doing. I was sort of just looking at the landscape. Who out there really gets it? And so the, the four of us here and, of course, Sally in, in Heart Zones saw what indoor cycling, in my opinion, could be. And as you've coined, John, indoor cycling 2.0 is where we're all headed. And so instead of, instead of feeling somewhat helpless, well, how will we ever get there? And wringing my hands, which I have to confess I did for a little bit, I realized if I could put the right package together – that we really might have a, have a chance of seeing this, this happen. And of course, the power bike started coming out and, and there is more and more acceptance of video, which I feel is a big part of this, that really helps the outdoor folks connect. And it just seemed like the time was right. Okay, well now, Tom, give us kind of your feelings of how this is all uh, kind of unwrapping. Uh, you, as far as an overall or just uh, yeah, from a yeah. Well, you've been you've been quite quiet, so I want to give you the opportunity to, to express where you're at with all this. Well, I mean, I, I think I had a very a similar approach uh, to Gene, which is again a good reason why all four of us are, are talking at the moment. You know, I had a very similar initial experience. Was also initially certified uh, through Mad Dog, and you know, was going into classes uh, at first, not paying attention too much to the content of them, but just didn't see any of my cycling companions in there. Uh, and then after I, you know, I looked around, I said, okay, you know, there's not a lot of cycling specific stuff to really draw them in. Uh, and that was the, the beginning of, you know, my mindset of, okay, how, how do we, how do we do this? How, you know, what's really going on and, uh, and where are the gaps and, and where might I be able to fill some of those gaps? Of course, not knowing the other community out there that, that get it, as Gene had put it, that, you know, that's been our four year 
quest at stage five is to continually make it seamless from the outdoors uh, to the indoors and from the indoors out. You know, when I became more aware of of Gene, which is really through through you guys, through ICI Pro, just seeing some of the stuff he's put up, kind of looking a little bit more as to what his company was doing, particularly with the video. Uh, it was just a real exciting uh, idea for us to to start incorporating that. Uh, and probably in a good way, we failed, we being stage five, to to get any video going. I must have had 40 scripts written uh, for different things we we're going to do. And, and just being so busy with workshops and certification, in a good way, <laughs> now now seeing, of course, the, the vision coming through, it's great that we didn't focus on that. Well, I have to add here, too, is that the videos I shot of you when Jennifer and I took your certification in Denver here last when was it earlier this summer? June, uh, June. June, right. Were incredibly popular. I, I had to pay a little extra for bandwidth charges uh, to deliver those. Because <laughs> you know, the, the majority of them went to the, our pro members, but uh, but they are a, a must-watch. And so we're very excited to see this all going. Now, okay, now, Gene, so help us understand kind of the, the architecture of what it is Cycling where, Fusion's going to be. Or sort of where we go from here, right? Well, yeah, or give us, yeah, I mean, to, to draw the shape or the, or, or how it, you know, what's, what's this going to look like when somebody, another uh, an instructor saying, I want to take my instruction to another level, what is this all going to look like? Well, w- one of the things to think about that helps to, I think, frame this is that Sally Edwards had, you know, HeartZone certification and, and truly we would spend entire day just really focusing on heart rate training because there's so much value in it and there's so much information in it. Then you look at uh, the conference this year, the ICI Pro Conference. You know, I think Tom and I both had five or six uh, sessions each. So, I, and you know, I've got a full day on power, and there's so many other you know uh, topics that uh, that Tom was working on too on uh, biomechanics and and uh, and music, and there's just so much that an instructor should learn and and wants to learn, but there's no way to jam that in a single day certification. It, it's almost comical if you think about it. Oh yeah, and, I've always thought that. And, and so, so what we've designed is a multi-level certification system that's going to allow the instructors to really focus on. Uh, certain aspects, you know, one step at a time so that uh, the certification will be four different levels. It will take a period of time to uh, to take all the different levels because we want folks to get actual time in, in putting it to use so that they know it, not just in their head, but actually in practice practically. And uh, so in order to to have a more elaborate certification system, we need more instructors. And we've got a lot of requests, both Tom and I, all over the country. So in December, we're pulling together the master instructors from Heart Zones, Tom's team, my team, uh, and also Kaiser. And even though we're not a Kaiser-only shop, Kaiser's also gotten behind us. And we've mentioned that at the uh, conference. They've uh, uh, declared us their official indoor cycling program for anything beyond a single day. They know they're still going to get clubs that say, we need to know how to use these bikes the day you give them to us. So you need to give us a single day class to get us up and running. And we're actually going to help them with that. But when the club says, we want more, 
we want a more comprehensive program. They're going to direct them to Cycling Fusion. So their folks and their trainers are also getting together with us. And, uh, and Jennifer is going to join us. And I know you're not joining us as a, as a uh, master instructor or trainee, so to speak, but as a good journalist, any good journalist would uh, sort yes, of see I, what's going on. Oh, right? yes. I, I have to stay on top of things. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, he's, he's, he's the one doing, um, breaking the news to the indoor cycling world. That's right. And, and of course, we can't uh, go uh, without saying that Tom and I both agreed that we wanted to uh, only let ICI Pro be the first ones to, to mention it publicly. We haven't even released a press release. So anyway, we're going to meet together in Colorado in December um, to spend two days to work on the first two levels of certification to help us get ramped up to have a, have a team, an army. It's going to be between 25 and 30 that are going to be equipped to begin to teach the first two levels. Uh, hopefully, really from coast to coast, we have people from coast to coast and Canada represented in that group. And, and to the best of our ability, I believe 100% is our plan right now. Tom or I will be with each one of them for their first um, class, you know, their first group that they, that they teach so that we can make sure everybody's on the same page. I'm interested to know what you see as the opportunity for A, an instructor, and B, say a studio owner or um, club uh, department head. Well, for, for the instructor, I mean, we, the, this certification system is going to offer an awful lot of uh, rich content. So think of the pretty much everything that Tom presented at the conference, plus he had other things that weren't presented, everything I presented, plus I had some other things that weren't presented. And we're not losing any of that. We're, we are working hard to pull it together, as well as Sally's heart zone training. So what they, what they can look forward to is a lot of rich content over these basically four certification levels. And so that's, that's the first thing, is that it's a comprehensive program that is is tied to that with a with a lot of good education from all three basically uh, all three systems the second thing is because we have uh, experience in in video and technology and we've been using ICI pro as sort of our our uh, test uh, test group as we do our little live uh, simulcasts we plan to not only have a better geographic uh, dispersion and access to our uh, master instructors but also online. We're going to find as many ways that we can put not only education online, but certain levels of certification we think can work online. But one of the big things that Tom and I have to work out is um, a way to, if we don't see the, uh, an instructor face-to-face, how can we judge that they understand, that they can pull it off? And uh, Tom actually had already started down that road pretty well, um, and we're going to continue with that and maybe elaborate on it a little bit. All right. Okay, so from a club owner manager's perspective, where do you see the opportunity there? Well, from the club owner, we have, we have one major mission that I think is going to appeal to them. And that is that we want to turn that expense room into a revenue room. By and large, the indoor cycling room at most clubs – is an expense. They throw it in with most memberships, and because it doesn't generate new revenue, 
it, uh, that's one of the reasons they don't see a lot of investment in that room. And we want to turn that on its ear and make it a revenue producer for, for, for not only because we know it'll get the investment and, and that's what it'll, it'll take to bring it up to, to 2.0, but we want to pull in both ends of the spectrum that still we think are not being served. We've talked about the outdoor cyclist. That for sure, that the higher end or the avid end, we want to pull in with more cycling specific, not only classes, but rider workshops as well, educational workshops. But on the low end too, and, and I knew this firsthand because probably 80% of our clients when I opened my own studio were the never been spinning before or I was, I was at spinning once and I would never go back kind of stories we heard over and over again. And for those folks, why they came to us is we had a half hour class. And we see this 30 minute class, which really, I don't think I've spoken to maybe even one or two clubs that have ever done that. That's where we're gonna pull in the other end of the spectrum that may only want 30 minutes, may want that environment where they know it's just folks that are like-minded at that level to, to get a workout. So we wanna pull in folks from both ends of the spectrum, which could represent revenue for the facility owner. All right. When can someone who's listening to this and is all excited think, when do you envision having these certification workshops, trainings available? Well, Tom and I are trying to sort of target cities that we can put on a schedule within the next few weeks. We hope to have it on the Cycling Fusion website with some sort of schedule for 2011. So certainly nothing's going to happen until uh, 2011. Um, but we should be able to target cities. And my guess is that it's going to probably be not more than two a month for sure. Um, this winter, we also have some winter workshops. Uh, actually, it's called winter training. We're going to simulcast. And people can start to get a flavor for the type of instruction that we do because this will be offered to anyone that has an internet connection. But the, the, the certification itself is going to start to roll out uh, sometime in January and th with the sort of the more serious marketing to the facilities in the spring uh, to summer of next year. What have we forgotten? What else needs to be added? I was si sitting here listening to all, all of this and, and getting excited about it. I want to emphasize one of my focuses, obviously I'm a cyclist, as you know, and I even wrote the book, the ebook, I keep it real targeted to the cyclist to entice them to come into indoor cycling classes. However, I think it is also very, um, I always thought it was very pertinent to the non-cyclist as well. And, um, we've all talked about, you have all talked about your background in cycling and bringing in the cyclist. Let's just remind everyone that that also includes the non-cyclist because obviously they're a huge part of the market of our listeners, whether they ride a bike or not. So, um, you know, one of the focuses is that every single thing you guys are talking about in terms of your certification and your training uh, and, and the program is applicable to both the cyclist and the person who has never ridden a bike or hasn't ridden a bike, uh, you know, since their tricycle. Absolutely. In fact, um, I think that fundamentally a business model that doesn't 
really pay attention to that market segment is not going to make it in this space. It's still, by and large, is uh, populated by folks who don't write outside. So we can't go into this with blinders thinking that we're just going to turn all the indoor cycling folks outdoor cyclists. That's not what's going to happen. Right. In, in fact, part of the rationale for the multi-level certifications is that I believe we're going to get some certified instructors who won't want to ride outside and will stay at the first or second level because they want to teach more to the folks who also don't ride outside and have no interest to go to that next level. And so we're, in a sense, even though it's still within the same system and the same program, really creating an environment that's very beneficial for them. It's not going to do contraindicated things that's going to allow them to hit multiple levels of fitness and continue to be challenged and continue to have a great time, but not feel intimidated or obligated to someday learn to ride outside. Right. You know, the one thing, and I've, I've always tried to stress this, is that, that the training that a cyclist is going to undergo to be fit for spring isn't very far away from the club athlete preparing to go on vacation in April. Bingo. I, that's... <laughs> you know, we, we apply it with a goal in mind, and yet you know, weight loss is, you know, the number one reason people go to the gym. And so the what we're talking about here really, although we give it different names, is really applicable to everyone because being fit is fit. For sure. Yep. All right. Okay. Tom? I think, yeah, as I was gonna say, I think some of the, the vision here, which is you know, the, the wisdom behind the levels and just the approach, uh, kind of in one sense, it gives an opportunity on either end of our spectrum. You know, if we're looking at it from the, someone who's not uh, used to going out and riding to, you know, your, your competitive athlete, both on the instructor level, the, the club member level and the club level itself, it, it does so much to give each of them what they need without uh, making one feel like they're against the other, but also bring them towards each other. So it's, it's you know, to me, it's a really great uh, vision to see someone who maybe wasn't a cyclist start to get interested in maybe do a charity ride or go on a cycling vacation uh, and then see an outdoor cyclist who maybe saw no value in coming into the health club, now seeing the value of getting specific training that's geared towards them and not geared towards, uh, you know, so much of a general population that some of the, the training specificity that they wanted is missing. So it's really a, it's an amazing blending of, of all the worlds coming together. I know I personally am quite excited to hear more about how this all works and I will be reporting. Uh, maybe we can find a way to report live from Denver, um, next month. Well, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. All right. Well, Tom Scotto, Gene Nacy, and Jennifer Sage. I want to thank you today for being on the Indoor Cycling Instructor Podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, John. Thanks, John. For those of you listening that want more information, I'll have a page created that's indoorcycleinstructor.com forward slash cycling fusion. And I'm sure I'm going to have it right on the front page when you visit the site. And so until next time, uh, thanks for listening.